0: Of reasons to be excited right now. A lot of them. A lot of them. One of them is I'm turning 40 on Wednesday. Getting older. Getting older. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, Another one is a buddy of mine bought me the sweat resistant shirt. We're going to test it. We're going to test it. I'm a large man. Uh, A second, or I don't even know which number we're on. There's a lot of leaders that have given a lot of time at this place and we're honoring them Uh, we're giving them penance and so make sure if you're a teacher or a leader you don't leave here without an smcc little pennant little flag thing and the same with the graduates the the high school graduates college graduates the grad school graduates all the graduates Um, we're grateful because without the leaders this place wouldn't move and it wouldn't breathe it really is the body um and without you graduates, we wouldn't have anybody to answer our questions. Okay, uh, we're going to read the Bible. That's, that's mainly what I'm really fired up about. I'm excited to get into this word because I'm going to be preaching the next couple weeks. And they're both about the Holy Spirit. And this week it's called Here Comes the Boom. It's named after a P.O.D. song, Payable on Death, a Christian hardcore band. But uh, it's an amazing song, and it's amazing, you know, whatever. And then next week it's She Fire. Come back and we'll find out why we call the Holy Spirit she-fire. I'm excited about that. Aren't you excited about that, Malia? You're not even awake. Okay. <laughs> we're opening up and we're, we've been... Uh, yeah, we're moving to Acts. That's what we're doing. This is right at the beginning of Acts. This is chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. There are some Bibles back there. And I encourage... And we, we can take time for... Just pause right here. Pause. Jason will just take a pause. And somebody grab a Bible or two. There's studies that have shown that if you open your Bible on a Sunday morning and read along in the passage, the likelihood of you opening that, that Bible sometime without, throughout the week jumps from like 20% to like 80%. So just the habit of, you, you can just actually just open a novel if you have it on you. Just the act of opening a book reminds you and gets you in the, of the, the habit of opening a book and looking at a book and reading a book. The Bible, daily you awake... It's awesome. saw Haley Peters come in. Bada bing, bada boom. Good job, confirmation. Okay, here we go. This is Acts chapter 1. I'm going to start with verse 6. So, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time? Is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up. That's a cool scene. Just pause for a second. He was lifted up. And a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going... And they were gazing up toward heaven. Suddenly, two men in white robes stood by them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Just a brief word, like, he's coming back. I'm not going to be dealing with that with my sermon, but there's there's a lot in this text. He's coming back. That's going to be our engine. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. In this tradition, I say, this is the word of the Lord, and you respond, thanks be to God. Some people said, praise be to God. Some people said, thanks be to God. I like both. Amen, both of you. I like music. I like music a lot. Yeah, you probably know that about me. I talk about music probably every other sermon. But uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite aspects of music and listening to music is crescendos, is the build up, is the is the going and like building energy. There's a what's the name of that uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers song? It goes, the other day, yesterday, no, two days ago, me and my son, we got a radio. I'm working on chairs. And we got a radio in uh, "Stay Where the Heaven Comes On," and that's like the king of crescendo, right? It's like starts with
1: doo doo doo
0: doo, and then it starts. The drums come in, boom, John Bottom and the stuff, and then ba ba and then he just pipes in with just the the bat out of hell kind of sound. Sorry for hell. Okay, boom. he's just he comes out, boom. The Holy Spirit, we've been studying John for the last couple weeks. Actually, for about two months in the the main sanctuary. And there's been some build-up. There's been some build-up. A couple weeks ago, on May 25th, John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, and the Father will give you an, an advocate to be with you forever. Last week. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. The text has been building, and there's been this whisper. Jesus has been whispering it all throughout. In fact, the Gospel of Luke, it's even more apparent. And Luke wrote Luke, and then he went on to Acts. And all throughout Luke, it's woven, and he's just saying, There's something coming. There's something coming It's about to explode. It's about to get crazy up in here. It's about to get, you're going to be more powerful than me. This is the Son of God saying this. He says, you are going to do greater things than me. We're singing that just a second ago. There are things, greater things to be done in the city. And it starts where? Here. It starts with me. It starts with Monty. It starts with Jen. It starts with the Sloan family. There's greater things to be done here. And the Holy Spirit is that boom. The word there that he says, I'm going to give you power, he says, I'm going to give you Holy Spirit power, and that word is dunamis. It's where we get dynamite. It's not sissy power. It's not pansy power. That's a cute word, pansy power. it's, It's dynamite. It's boom. But I look around and I look at my own life, and there's not much power. You know, I look, I look in the mirror, I'm like, I'm not really excited about today. And I look around at the church, and they're not really witnessing. There's not really much people saying, like, hey, God's been really good to me. Say, When's the last time you said that or heard that? God's been amazing to me today. You hear, yeah, the Dodgers are doing pretty good. You hear, like, yeah, this is doing pretty good, blah, blah, you know. When's the last time you, 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 you were excited about God Or you heard someone being excited about God. So, here's a question. If we don't have power, and we're not witnessing, is the Holy Spirit with us? Is the Holy Spirit with us? That's a big, that's a deep, that's a smacking question. Richard Foster, in his book, Celebration of Disciplines, he goes through, um, he, he, he starts talking about, uh, it's like a cute baby somewhere. <laughs>
1: Gosh, isn't
0: that a gift? Praise Jesus for that, right? There's nothing better than that sound. Anyway, well, there's a, yeah, after the sound ends, there's nothing better than that sound. Okay. Because, you know, you know kids, anyway, uh, we want, that's a different sermon. Um. Richard Foster is talking about. He, he uses the uh, the illustration of a television. This is back when rabbit ears were a thing. And you turn on your TV, and these signals going through the air that you can't see would be picked up by these radio and ante- like these TV antennas, and they would be plugged into your television. You would see. And if you turn on your TV, and there's no picture. One shouldn't assume that the, that the TV waves are, aren't there anymore. One should assume that there's, there's something wrong with your receiver. There's something wrong with where you're, where you're gathering. There's something wrong with your intent. There's something wrong with the way that your personal thing is interpreting these waves. He's like, just get to it. <laughs> just get to it. Just get to it, J Dog. That's where I think we are as a church. That's where I think I am a lot of times as a person is I am. I was down in Newport Beach. My, uh, my daughter was playing with my what I was using as a receiver, and uh, it had like a CD tray with a multiple it was a receiver and CD and all this stuff all in one, and she had figured out how to open it, and she was jamming nerf rockets in it. And then I tried, I clo- she was closing it and stuff. I, anyway, it busted. And so then I was like, I got a receiver. I put it out on Facebook. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a grub kind of guy. I just say, hey, I need a receiver. I'm broke. My buddy Randy Spear came over. he guy sounds like John Wayne. Comes over and says, here, you can have this old receiver. It kind of doesn't work. And I <laughs> plug it in. It's like, <laughs> I take it to this guy in South County. And he takes the lid off. And he takes q Q-tip. And he takes alcohol, and he cleans all the points on this receiver. And he puts it back on. And it's a classic 1970s Sony thing. It's ridiculously cool. And you turn it on, it lights up, and it's got, it looks like a spaceship. And it, when I remember just turning it on, boom, Just it sounded like Zeppelin. You know, It sounded like Stairway to Heaven. I think that that can happen to us with our souls. This morning. That can happen right here, right now. We come in. God, through his word, can clean out those receivers. We can, come, we, we can enter into people of power and people of witness. I think we just need to look at what, what do the disciples do? What do they do? First, they listened to the messengers. The messengers said, Hey, what are you guys looking up there for? Go back to Jerusalem. Wait. Go back to Jerusalem. feels even weird just saying like it feels weird speaking this slow to me. We're such a culture of hurry. We're such a culture of if nobody's gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. We need that's our first application to getting our receivers clean. We need to listen. We need to stop. We need to wait. Something pragmatic, something just straight out of the gate. Franklin Covey has things that are, you know, urgent and all that stuff. Look at your calendar that's coming up this week. And look for something that seems urgent to you, but not important. And don't do it. Because that's, a, that's a, it's just it's stress. It's just, just pass it off. It's just hey, Richard, you got to do this. You know, that's what I would do. <laughs> How good is that, Richard? Back? Gosh, that was so. I, I was crying. I was like, "What? That guy's crying? That's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. It's such a, it's a. We miss you. It's really. It's a really. You get this feeling. of Getting the band back together. Anyway, community. They get together. They get together. There's the you go, we go. There's a me carrying your burdens and a you carrying my burdens. There's a unity. There's a tribe There's a nation-ness. Application of that. Hang out with somebody that's in this room, not today. Get together with some, get together with some of these folks. Start doing life together. We start doing this stuff. And it's happening, but there's always more that, you know, we can raise your hand if you've ever felt like. When I'm with a crowd, I feel like I'm a piece of a bigger machine, and it's, it's amazing. And we can expect that. You know, like every time, it's crazy. Like we, like we go on these service projects, we go on these hangout together times, and we come back every single time. We're like, you know what? We went to bless, but we got blessed more. Or, you know what? I was, I was, I was thinking it was going to stink, and then it was absolutely amazing. How many times have you thought that? How many times have you thought? How many times are we going to have to think that until we realize, no, no, that's part of the deal. You go to this stuff and life happens. You go to this stuff and electricity happens. A lot, a power starts running through you. So we sit alone, we wait, we get together. We start carrying one another's burdens. They devoted themselves to prayer. Devoted. Focused. So we we know what devoted means, right? We're devoted to living a healthy lifestyle. We're devoted to being good parents. We're devoted to fill in the blank. We're devoted to being excellent at our work. We're devoted to... There's all kinds of things that we're devoted to. These guys are calling us to be devoted to talking to God. Above it all, they're devoted to talking to God. And now, a lot of people, when I said prayer, they're like, oh, man, these guy's convicting me again. There's two things that annoy me about prayer. One is we think too highly of it. And we don't think highly enough of it. Let me tell you what I mean. We think too highly of it in the fact there's a lot of people in here that say, I don't pray. I don't pray very often. I call, that's a lie card. You and I, we're talking to God all the time. Whether you label it prayer or not, we're we're talking to God all the time. A lot of times it's cussing a lot of times it's crazy a lot of times it's angry a lot of times it's oh my gosh i need help right now my kids i want to kill my child that's a little <laughs> confession sorry about that but that's prayer it's simply prayer. prayer prayer is simply talking to god prayer is simply lifting up your concerns your life requests your thoughts it's nothing it's 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 nothing it's just hey in every middle school, you got a middle schooler here? Who's a middle schooler? Oh, you've never been to fellowship. I love you. Come to fellowship. Elliot, you've been to fellowship? Okay. Because he's just coming into middle school. It's good. It's good. If Metcalf was here, I would say, How do you turn something to be from a statement into a worship statement? You would say, Hey, I love Cindy Metcalf. You turn that into a worship statement. I love the God who made Cindy Metcalf. All the middle schoolers know that they show up at fellowship. Simply that—that's prayer. It's just simply labeling that what you're doing and putting it in focus and saying that's what I'm doing. But I also said we don't take it serious enough. Prayer is like oxygen. Prayer is like oxygen to a follower of Jesus if you're not talking to him a lot you're going to go into shock you're going to you're going to start living a withered life it's urgent it's it's important and so these 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 disciples they go back and they wait and they go back and they wait and they wait together and they're like you and me what, what that that second to last song we sang about like when God is for us, there's nothing. I felt like punching something. I felt like running through a wall. I felt like when, when I, because it's crazy sitting up at the front, because you, you have this army of people behind you. And you're, you, we're all singing at the same time. And we're all saying, you know what? We can take on anything. Nothing can take us down. Every once in a while, I just, I, I have this image of my mind of all the chairs just disappear, and we all just run through this wall. <laughs> just like like, like Superheroes. Because that's, it's, we, when we're united, we can do so much. And we pray. We pray fervently. We pray all the time. We talk to God. And we, we label that what we're already doing and we're saying. That's prayer. And I don't have to feel bad anymore about not praying enough. I'm praying a ton. But I want to I label it as prayer. And I want to talk to you, God. All the time. Sometime before your head hits the pillow, pray that prayer. I want to talk to you all the time, Lord. I want you to come in and clean out these receivers. I want to witness to you. I want people to say, hey, that guy's happy and it's horrible outside. Why is he happy? Because he's got power. And he's been touched by God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. Thank you so much. For sending your spirit. And I thank you for the celebration. that That's going to be next, next week. I pray that you would. Clean us out. I pray that you would. Speak to us. When we're alone sometime this week. Let us know that. We are loved and that we are thought about. Lord, empower us to unite in a supernatural way. I pray that relationships would cross the aisles, cross the rows in this room. And I pray that we would be a people that hold one another one, one another up. And I pray that we would talk to you more. Help us to label the times that we are talking to you. But help us in our endeavors to get to know you. Not more about you, but to get to know you more. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said
1: I